Django. Django. Enter the Lab, episode 17, Elvis Escobar for Sama. We got a guest coming up on this episode. While you're listening to this, I'm sure you guys already know the results of the NCAA championship game uh, with Kansas UNC, but we'll kind of cover it a little bit. We'll kind of put out our predictions and why we thought somebody won the game already, and then we'll go into some uh, baseball with our guests, some betting. And this person has a lot of experience in the in the world of betting and also being a personality on podcasts. What's going on, Fort? Yo, man, you know, just finished the gym. Good week. Not not so much in betting, but you know, we'll, we'll get we'll say. get it back up. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, with our guests could school you a couple tips. Oh, you know? yeah, this I'm, is why I'm we have it. to broaden our horizons sure. a little bit. Hey, the the more information, especially when it comes to money and and betting and stuff like that, you can't go wrong. But I'm excited for this national championship game. I mean, it, it's probably going to be one of the better games that that we've had. Just two pretty good high-paced teams, a lot of offense. So I'm excited. I'm glad that, you know, UNC got in there. And that was kind of a Cinderella story itself. But I'm, I'm excited for this game and just, you know, two, two good teams fighting at it to, to get the championship. Yeah. We're, uh, we're recording this at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That game's at 9.20 in New Orleans. But without further ado, let's enter uh, with our guest, Steve Armato of Lark Media. He, he wanted us to say that he's a uh, sports betting personality. Obviously, we'll uh, get to know kind of what he's been up to in the last several years. I personally went to high school with him at uh, in Staten Island, New York, and it's great to reconnect on this level, what, 10, 11 years later. So we want to welcome Steve Armato into the lab. What's wow. going on, brother? Wow. Hey. I, have, I have entered the lab. I like that. This is... This is first of all, the name of the show is great. And then like when you bring the guest on like that, like yeah. that's just phenomenal all around. How we doing, boys? What's great, up, man? man? Yeah, can't complain. The I'm name sure. thing was actually like we went back and forth with it for, for a while, like just trying to get the right like name and you know how we you know how we, we knew the vibe. We just didn't know which word was gonna be before or after because there's a lot of labs that people use as like a adjective or something, but like Enter the lab goes back to the Wu Tang. Enter the Wu Tang. Enter the dragon. Little Bruce Lee. So it kind of connected both of us together. This is, I mean, it's great. I mean, and like tonight, like we're gonna enter the lab and we're gonna cook up some winning bets. Like that's yes, like, sir. Like that's how it's gonna work. So this is perfect all around. So I'm excited. Thank you for thank you for having me on. This has actually been a long time coming. We've mean we've been talking for a while about yeah getting together and doing this. So uh, I'm excited, ready to go. Yeah, appreciate glad to it. Yeah. So let's jump right into it with uh, UNC Kansas. Like I said, people are going to be listening to this and watching this podcast with their results already. Hopefully, we ca- we could give you something to uh, give a little preview, but also a little uh, take on what we think will be the result. So right off the bat, I'm taking UNC. Obviously, UNC fans since high school, uh, and then you guys can hit me with your your. Take your bets and also why you think that team will win, um, you know, as our viewers are listening. So I'll start off with you, Steve, as our guest. Go ahead. 
Oh, man. All right. There's a lot of different ways I feel about this game. I've changed my pick like six times, by the way, for the record. Okay. Because like originally I was like, oh, like UNC, they just played Duke, like emotional high. Like they back, the game was back and forth, tight game the whole time while Kansas coasted. Kansas is going to pound them. And then I was like, wait a minute, timeout. Kansas just shot like 53% from the field and 54% from three. There's no way they're going to play better than that. So let's slow slow it down a little bit, but all right. I'm rambling a little bit here, but I'm just going to say this. Okay. <laughs> Armando, good. Armando Baycott is the, he's the linchpin to this entire game. Okay? Oh yeah. So his ankle is going to be the story tonight. Okay. With him on the floor this year, UNC is plus three thirty. without him on the floor. They are minus 80. So if he's hobbled at all, or he's in foul trouble, McCormick's going to eat. And like, that's going to be an issue. So that's like, that's the whole, that's my take on that. Now, I think there's going to be one of the better games of the tournament. I do think UNC is going to hang around. Ultimately, I think Kansas will win the game. So my, my bet for the night, I'm going to take David McCormick to have a double, double <laughs> and Kansas to win plus 450. Boom. There you go. Love it. That's good value right there. That's, that's good it. value. I did, now, hey. You're going to find out early. Like, so if you, if you're watching, right. So say you want to wait till this game starts. If you're watching and Baycott looks great early and he's, you know, his ankle's fine. Then like, maybe you just want to throw down on, on Carolina, like plus the points there. Cause like, he's, he's the story tonight. That's my, that's how I feel about this game. Yeah. When I saw the, the stats at the end of the game, I saw he had 21 rebounds and I was like, when <laughs> like yeah. you know like that's that's a lot of boards in any league it doesn't matter where you play and like he he definitely is a big factor he was he was all over the place and I mean I thought he was out the game when I saw him twist the ankle like it didn't look all that bad but I mean it's an ankle any ankle tweak especially when you're that size when you're that big it's gonna bother you when he came back in the game I was like damn all right that dude's a warrior yeah. like he, he wants to win, so I like Kansas just because they're, they're that run-and-gun team, man. They got a lot of athletes on the floor. They're, if, if UNC tries to play at their pace, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up. And they, Kansas has that big man, McCormick, down there. They always seem to have this big man that just dominates the paint, and it just pisses me off. But that, that big man's also in college for eight years, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> always. I, I know, always. I do think UNC hangs around, though. I was surprised at how well they played Duke, and that was, I mean, Caleb Love, bro, just straight up Hooper. Like that dude was getting to the rim. He was hitting step back shots. I was like, what the heck? This kid's just straight up balling. He he put UNC on his back that game. So. Uh, I, what was the spread? I think it was four and a half minus four. Now it's four, four and a half. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game and there might even be overtime. Ho hopefully we're blessed with overtime because those two teams, they're, they're well coached. I'm, I'm just excited. It's it's going to be a close game for sure. But that plus 450 on Kansas winning and double double for McCormick, that, that's great value. Hell yeah. I mean, that that's just like a. It, that that's about you know what else I like guys we should talk about this so I like one of my friends turned me on to this all right so if you think a team is gonna win but like the odds like say you like Kansas on the money line but not the points it's like minus 192 there's like you have to buy that up a lot why don't you just bet like a Baji 
to win MOP, he's plus 135. If you really think Kansas is going to win and he's going to be the best player, or if you think McCormick's going to eat down low, he's plus 1100, right? So like if he has like 25 and 12 back to back 25 and 12, because that's what he did against Villanova, like you bet him MOP and you, if you think Kansas is going to win the game, because the, the, the losing player, the losing team is not going to have the MOP not, unless, yeah, no. unless like it goes off for like 50, yeah. like, like unless Caleb Love has 50 tonight. You know, and like Kansas wins, which if Caleb Love is 50, Kansas is going to get. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, like even, but like, but if you like UNC, right, Caleb Love's plus 500 MOP. That's a lot better than, than plus 158, plus 160, right? So. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for sprinkles, I don't know. I'm, I look right, at these right. things. I'm a psycho. What do you want? <laughs> no, we love it it's, because. It's We'll get into more of the betting aspect, maybe of college or or any sport we want to talk about um, next. But as far as this championship game, I think, uh, you know, we had the four. They called it the four blue bloods in the final four. And then obviously uh, we get a great game with UNC Duke that was, uh, you know, built up and it it delivered, I I think. Yeah, I don't know if you guys thought it delivered. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Definitely delivered. Coach K was walking out sad with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he always kisses her like before and after the game. It's always good to see the like a little teardrop. Yeah, up, like uh, the, my, my whole thing. My I had like an issue with like it's like a two point game with like a minute thirty left and they're cutting a coach K, Coach K's wife. Like, and yeah. like why, I'm like why why no they we don't it. care like we don't care please. get her off the screen please thank you yeah there, there's time and place with a story but like not then like when you're trying to watch it as a diehard fan or just a casual fan like who the fuck who's this broad yeah, you know like, usually you're just like who is that you don't know who that is i'm like was it just me or was there so many like official tv timeouts this year oh my god the worst thing i this is the worst thing in sports college basketball has this this is the worst thing about college basketball the the team timeout at like the team timeout at like the 13 minute mark and then the under 12 timeout like immediately right after yeah. it's the, the worst. It just ha- it just so happened that that happened every single time there was a media timeout coming up. The te- a team took a timeout like a minute before that. It was terrible to watch. I'm just like, bro, come on, man. Like it's 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 overwhelming. It's too much. Right. And then, then like- they can call a timeout right after they get a bucket. Like, no, dude. Like, yeah, that's kind of that's I, I that's always bothered me in college basketball the the timeout right after a bucket on either side kind of it, it kind of takes away from the momentum like and usually it's after a big play so you want the next team to dribble up and get a counter a uh, bigger player or, or counter with that and it kind of throws off the the flow of the game as a viewer and I don't watch college basketball I probably watch per season I probably watch ten to twelve intently but now. You know, it kind of it's a different vibe, and then you get the the calls down in the paint. You get a lot more. I don't know if it's me as a a fair weather uh, watcher, but anytime somebody drives in the paint and any type of contact, it's a foul. It's too touchy feely in college, mm-hmm. like because because actually, if you watch the different, if you watched um, Kansas and Villanova, they were letting a lot, a lot of calls go, but if you watch Duke and UNC. They were calling everything. Everything. I th- so I don't know how you guys feel about this. Like, I'm not even an NBA fan. Like, I don't really watch the NBA that much. But I think that college needs to add a sixth foul. Because, like... I was just talking about that on the golf course on be- Saturday, on Sunday. Because <laughs> you have some of these guys. It's a You have some of these guys, like... like What's his name? Like Baycott, right? Like tonight, yeah. if he gets if he gets two fouls in the first ten in the first five minutes, now he's out for the half. Like nobody wants to see that. Like because then, mm-hmm. like 
nobody wants to see that. I don't understand why we can't just add a foul. That I don't. Vitalo always talked about how if they're going to keep it at five, make foul six and seven uh, technical or some some way where you keep the the good players because usually it's a very good player that's getting five fouls right. in the game more. Uh, Dick Vitale, that's always stuck out to me, and that's a very good point, Steve. Man, I just like I just want to see the good guys play. That's it. Of course, that's all we all want to see. Yeah, and Coach K. Go ahead, go ahead, Danny. No, I was about to say. Oh, you get. I was about to say, especially in college, like these are kids. You know, like obviously they're gonna make mistakes and foul and whatnot. So, like, yeah, g- give them the sixth foul. Like five fouls, I'm not a fan of. I think that's what happened with Duke. Their, their big man got like four fouls within ten minutes in the first half, and I'm just right. like, well, this is smoked. <laughs> and then his backup had four in the first half. Yep, his backup. So they had nobody to play. Like they were, they were like playing small. I don't, I don't even know. I mean. They couldn't shoot free throws either. I just like, I mean, I like watching Duke lose, so it's fine. <laughs> I saw like a good TikTok. It was, I was talking about like, what are like, what are Duke fans going to do? And it like cut to like a bunch of dudes in like Yankee jerseys. Like, don't worry about it. It's baseball season, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, I think that's one of the reasons I became a, uh, a UNC fan back in the day. I think it was the, the era of Jay Williams. And uh, I just, Sometimes I grow to be a fan of another uh, of a team because I hate the other team or their rival. I think I did the same thing with uh, Michigan uh, and Ohio State. I became a Michigan fan because I think I looked at Ohio State at the time and I was just like, I for some reason don't like them, so I'm going to root for their rival. So that's kind of where my college sport uh, fandom has come from from hating the other team more. That's fair. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> I like I like that too. I, I do like that. I actually I don't know I. I liked like I just liked UNC over Duke because I like the jerseys better. So that's that doesn't even make. I mean, I like the I mean, color. The powder blue is insane. Like, powder blue is fresh. Blues. I, yeah, it is. Fresh. I was obsessed with that growing up because of Michael Jordan and knowing that he went to North Carolina. I like that's kind of the other reason. But for the record, non betting wise, Steve, you have who Kansas. to win the game? Kansas, Kansas to win the game. You I got have Kansas too. All right, so I have UNC. So two against one. We'll post our results, obviously, when you're listening and watching to this podcast. You already know the results. We don't. We're two hours before uh, tip-off. So hopefully, uh, you know. By the way, can we, get an earlier, can we get an earlier start time here? 9.20 in New 9? Orleans? Yeah. On a Monday? On a Monday. On a Monday, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are you We're doing? battling from the weekend, too. Yeah. And there's no NBA games on, either. Like, it's like, all right, so, like, you made sure there was no NBA games on. Did they, but you make this no game, game at 930. Oh, shit, there is no there's, games. There's no yeah. games today. Wow. First that's no insane. Games. See, I, I wouldn't know that. But you see, that's why I, that's what you, you know that. <laughs> but still, it's insane. You got multiple things. Yeah, I was just like, all right, well, okay. So the game should probably be around like 6 or, you know, 730 or whatnot. I would think 820 would be it, not yeah, 9. Like, you know, 820, like, 820 would be the latest I would go. Like, 730, I feel like, is ideal. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially, like especially national title game, there's going to be, if it's close, like if, if a team's down, if one of them's down like six in the last like four minutes, like there's going to be a lot of fouls, a lot of fouls, a lot of fouls, a lot of timeouts, things going to drag on commercial, but no (laughs) commercials, timeout, media timeout. This is, I mean, yeah, I could see it now. This game starts nine 20. It's going to be a 1 a.m. Yeah. Unless we have a game like last year, like last year, Baylor just blew Gonzaga's doors off and we didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, let's not hope. Let's hope that. No, I want a good game. I want a good game tonight. I want a good game. Rather have to suffer through the uh, pain of keeping the eyelids open. (laughs) All right, just set the alarm a little later for tomorrow. Absolutely. So that's your uh, NCAA championship game fix. 
you know, Steve specializes and he could tell us a little bit more, but from what I've got um, gathered from his social media over the last couple of years has been baseball. He's been on so many different podcasts. I can't even keep up with it. Obviously he adds his Lark media, which uh, I've seen you do some work with Glaber Torres as a Yankee fan. I've paid a lot of attention. So um, if you want to talk about that real quick, but we'll, uh, we'll talk a little baseball, uh, a little future betting, but you know, as far as what you specialize in or what you've been a personality of what, what has that, you know, uh, what have yeah. you been into? Yeah. So, um, I mean, my company is like, I call it a, basically a digital media company. Like we produce, we produce and edit podcast video production, um, do like kind of like social media commercials and things like that. That's like our, that's like our bread and butter type of thing. And then like kind of that grew with the podcast, like COVID happened. Right. So I used to do like mainly video and then COVID happened and nobody's shooting video. So you gotta, you, know, you gotta move stuff. You gotta move around. You gotta you figure, figure it out. out. Yep. You gotta figure it out or you gotta go work for somebody. And like, I just wasn't looking to go work for somebody. So I pivoted to podcasts and, um, with that came a couple different clients and one of them gave me the opportunity to be on a podcast. I was on a podcast last year called daily dingers. That's where the baseball stuff all came from. And then that just led to other things. And I really, I talk a lot of baseball and that's why I'm very excited for baseball season and baseball betting. Baseball is my favorite sport to bet because you're talking to a guy right now. I, you don't like, you can't bet favorites in baseball. You can, at times, but look, I mean, there are really bad teams, but every team wins 60, every team loses 60. So there are underdogs that are going to win games on any given night with like juicy plus money. And you got to know those spots to pounce. Um, I like first five innings as well. That's always good when you have teams with really terrible bullpens and like a good starting pitcher. And I, of course, I like we're, we'll talk futures bets. What I mm -hmm. look for, I could talk about what I look for. I just look for the best value with the futures bets. We can talk about that. And then, um, you know, I I do like myself a home run prop or two. Ooh, um, also, yeah. if you guys are interested, if you guys want a betting tip for baseball, there's a website called, and I, I'm not getting paid for this because this is free. This is <laughs> unpaid promotion. Yeah, this is not is an unpaid promotion. There is a website called Baseball Savant. Okay. Look into it. Look into the stats. They have batter versus pitcher stats for for games. You can see how guys are doing against against certain like how batters do against certain pitchers. X Y Z. They have analytical stats on there. It's very helpful. You got to like. Look, like some people are just like, oh, like you can't make you can't win money. It's like, can you just have to actually do the research, take it seriously? If you don't do the research, take it seriously, you and you put in like, you know, plus 20,000 parlays every night, then yeah, you're you're probably not going to make any money. So it's it's my it's my philosophy there. And that's the other thing. I hope that works. I hope that works for you. <laughs> right. I've been right. seeing, I've been seeing you doing a lot of uh, parlays and stuff like that. That's that's that what we posted or what we've reposted of yours. Yes. How's that going so far? But, so yeah, I do a podcast called parlay Friday. Um, I do it with my cousin and then we try to bring a guest on every now and then when we can, we record early in the morning though. So like, it's tough for people. Like I'm like, Hey, can you get on at nine thirty AM? And they're like, no, uh, I'm not going to wake up. So it's, it's take tough. a liquid or a pill upper and you're good to go. But like that. So actually I just hit one this weekend. I just hit, Plus four seventy, nice. plus four seventy eight. Nice little parlay. I had uh, UConn women to beat Stanford. I had Kansas money line against Nova, and I had UNC plus four against Duke. Very nice hit. Like wow. it's just very nice. I like, we that like, is I nice. like, 
like I so I noticed parlays are better when you have less legs because like once you get into like the five like four is probably the max I'll go from now on. Yeah. Like once you start getting into like five, six, like someone sent me someone sent me like a nine leg parlay the other day. Like, what do you think about this? I'm like, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> I've been what seeing you know, crazy like? ones lately. <laughs> I've been seeing like 12, 15 picks. I'm like, these people are really bored. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I missed by three. I'm like, <laughs> you you missed like if you just bet like if you bet if you did a, a 14 leg parlay and just bet every single game singularly uh-huh. you would have made a lot of money on that more yeah but like you also have to buy up on that right cuz like instead of putting $20 to win like 300 right you got to put $20 on every single game in that scenario so like some people don't feel comfortable doing it but it's what you're if you bet bigger, you have to be right less. Like if you're mm. betting like 10 bucks to for you to make money, you got to be right a lot more. And let's be serious. If you're good at sports betting, you're like 54 to 56%. If you're yeah. good, right? So, for sure. so if you bet a little bit more and you bet some less games, like when I do the parlays, like I'll do like the other night was actually – a big parlay bet for me. I did it. It was like 30 bucks, right? It's 30. <laughs> I won like 170. That's like a big parlay bet for me. I don't, I'm not going to bet that all the time on a parlay because parlays aren't going to hit a lot of the time. Right. But, but if I'm betting a single game, like you go up, like whatever your units are, I mean, do what you can afford. But if you bet higher amounts, you have to be right less. So just take that into account as we go here. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're all learning. I'm learning. I feel like I'm, I don't, I feel like I'm I talking. Bet. I feel like I'm talking a lot here, guys. Oh, you good? Well, you good? I feel like that on every episode. So I'm glad <laughs> somebody else is on the episode that feels that way because there's some times where I'm like, oh, I'm just crap. intently listening. But yeah, he's taking called? notes. I saw the note. I saw Fort. Fort had a notepad. Yeah, <laughs> typing up. Yeah, I'm got my phone down here. Uh, what's it called? Before we start talking about all this baseball stuff, can you explain to me the CBA? And the lockout, like I'm a toddler. Okay. Um, really rich people <laughs> didn't want to pay money to semi-rich people, and they fought over it. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now here we are. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the way. It, that's the way it went. That's like you're a toddler. That's that's it. The easiest way to explain it. That's so nuts to me. Like just. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, like, think about this. Think about this. Let's say you really like, okay, here, I'll break it down like this. Let's think about like, if you were dating somebody, right. And you broke up with them and you said, I really want to work this out, but you didn't talk to, to them for 42 days. You would, did you think that you didn't, that you really wanted to work something out? Absolutely that's pretty not. much what the owners did. The owners yeah. like, we want to work something out. But we're not going to negotiate. Out. We're not going to negotiate for 42 days. So you don't want to work anything out. You just want you want chaos is what you want. So that's how this worked. That's how the CBA went right there. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because the name of the uh, you know what obviously what they were discussing was first priority money with the lockout is always the issue. You know, when people say, oh, it's not about the money. I hate when people say it. it's always about the money. It's, it's a business and always. then it's a sport. Yeah. It's, it's a business that happens to be a sport, basically. But also is growing the game. In in regards of uh, baseball, like football, if they have a lockout, 
basketball, if they have a disagreement, they got the, the, the game itself is, is figured out. They, they know the game. It's, it's worked little tweaks here with the NFL and over time has they've made uh, changes, but with baseball, me and my friend AP, who's on the, the podcast a couple episodes ago, we're always talking about um, evolving the game. You know, people like me, people like you two enjoy baseball, but there's a lot of people out there that hate it, that don't want to go to a game that won't watch a game for more than 10 minutes because it's quote unquote boring. It's slow. I love every aspect of it in, you know, at its surest form, but growing the game was, it has to be priority number one because without growing the game and evolving the game, there is no money. So I thought the owners and the players had it backwards. They were talking money first, but it's like how to speed up the game, how to make it more cool, more fun, how to promote the foreign players, how to promote the domestic guys that are getting drafted, coming up at 20, make them cool. I don't think that was talked enough and and it's unfortunate. And this is why baseball has gone over the last what 30 years from number one sport in america to number man they're they're trying to keep up with mls at this point yeah i mean the <laughs> their problem they have a lot of problems with here's the thing if you're like a if you're a baseball fan right and you know the players and stuff you know that they're like the game is in a great place player wise in terms of young talent yeah. and like guys that are in their prime like these guys are, there are legitimate stars all over the league right now. And if the best player in the league, I'm not going to say Otani is the best player in the league. I know he won the MVP last year. If Mike Trout walked into a bar, nobody would have a clue who he was. They Zero. wouldn't. They wouldn't even. They wouldn't even entertain that he was anything other than some guy, right? Like they they don't. The league doesn't. So what the league did wanted to do here which this is where they messed everything up right because you could go on twitter you could go on facebook you could go on social and you could post your own like you could record your own clip of an nba game of a dunk put it on social and the nba doesn't come after you and be like you gotta take that down the mlb wants to own all their rights to all of their stuff so people on social media can't put it up themselves they got it taken down like I didn't what know that. What are you that. doing? Like, what are you yeah, doing? For it, that was that is literally the microcosm of what ML, like the MLB is. Is they're the only league that they don't want to promote. Recent and, or has, no, has it's been, been for years, on. right? It's, it's been going on for it's been going on for a while, and it's nonsense too. Like, it's ridiculous. It's like it's like they just want to own their like they own the footage. So like some kid who's fifteen can't like put up a tweet of like Mike Trout, like legging out a triple diving into third base, which and will all grow the up. brand, which will grow the sport. Right? No, they're he's got to take that down. Yeah. They're handicapping themselves. And there's so many things I'm so glad for it. You didn't know about that. Cause I knew about that for about three or four years. And it's little things like that, that they're so behind. You want to talk about an old man sport and old man thinking they are so behind on social media, on marketing, on the game where it's like, we're just now putting in universal DH. And we talked about this a few episodes ago, like just Thank now God. where we should have done that 10 years ago. Why are we do it? Like one half of the league plays by one rules and the other half plays by another. And when they both come together as in the championship, depending on where we play geographically, that's the where rules. the rules are. It's so like, insane. so like the, I get 
so I I was like kind of against the 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 multiple DH because I get the argument of like taking the strategy out of the game, this, that, the other thing. And then I watched one shortened season with the <laughs> DH and I was like, this is awesome because I don't have to watch a pitcher who has no interest in hitting and can't even bunt when he needs to bunt. Yeah. I, I, I don't have to or watch running. Right. Or running if they I, even I, get on base. I don't need to watch that. Now I could watch an actual hitter who gives a shit. So like that, like that's it. It's it's just little things like that. I mean, the, the I like the the and also I said this last year. I had a big rant about this last year. Obviously, baseball like all sports have analytics, but baseball brings analytics to the forefront of everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like people don't want to hear about that. Like last year, there was a the White Sox catcher uh, Yasmani Grandal, right? Look, I understand like his whatever his OPS. That's like an analytical stat. It's on base percentage plus slugging percentage. That's what it stands for, right? His batting average is one thirty six, though. Okay, so they want to tell you that like the OPS matters. So they wrote an article, front page news on the MLB website about a catcher who's batting one thirty six, and they talked about all his analytical stats and why he's actually good. Nobody cares. Nobody. Yeah cares like why don't i have you get a lot of money from chicago too right from uh being on, money from um from the dodgers right i think he came from yeah. yeah oh he was he was in a few different places but like okay th- but like i'm just not getting why we're we're focusing on the analytics stuff like why don't i have shohei otani dropping bombs on the front page every single time i i yep. go to the mlb website why don't i have like Vlad Guerrero bat flipping it to the friggin' moon when I go oh, on the MLB website. He was like, killing it all year last year. No, I got a guy hitting 136 talking about why he's really good because the because the the stats that some nerd in the back yeah. who's never played before put together says, oh, he's actually good. Leave me alone. I, I don't care. So, oh, sorry, I get like really jacked up about baseball no dude it's funny to see and hear you because i don't listen to a lot of bass uh baseball podcasts i listen to short porch with which is very uh barstool and uh, and the yankees that's how i get my baseball fix but other than that i just talked to my boy ap and we vent to each other every single day exactly how you're talking and it's so frustrating as a fan since it was my first sport that i fell in love with and then i found basketball i was like oh there's another better one but <laughs> i always held it in my heart and uh i always want more people to view it because i want people to feel what we what we feel when right. we're talking about it is aggravation but also the passion right because it's like also you watch right you're watching these these games right like you people are like oh it's boring but like if you're like paying attention to the game and it's like middle of the fifth inning and it's a tied game and it's second and third one out. Like that's a tense situation. Like th- that, not boring. That, that, that wins is a, or lost loses right. the game right there. Like that is a tense situation. And like you, like I, like I'm like, I'm a psycho. Cause I think with like the count. So I'm like, all right, so it's one Oh, like he's got to throw him a fastball here. Like there's no way he's not throwing him a fastball. And then he throws him a curveball. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like it's, you know I mean? <laughs> it's just like, like I'm thinking along with the count. I'm thinking along with the situation. And like, that's another thing that's, that's ruined baseball. Here's, another problem with baseball situational hitting has gone out the window because of analytics so analytics tell i.e the yankees worst situational hitters in the world because the analytics tell you that every out is created equal 
So if you strike out, it doesn't matter if it's a strikeout or if you put the ball in play. So that's dumb. nonsense. So like if I if there's a runner on second <laughs> and nobody out and I strike out, that runner doesn't do anything. But if I hit a ground ball to second base and he goes to third, you know how many different ways you could score from third base as opposed to second base? Yep. A lot. Pass ball. You don't even need a hit to score from third base. Pass ball, error, whatever it is. Like nobody thinks like that. Everyone's like the Yankees. It's like, oh, I'll just take Joey Gallo. He's going to hit 180, <laughs> but he's going to hit 40 Ugh. home runs and he's going to strike out 250 times. I want that guy. It's like, no, I don't want that guy. Joey so Gallo would be a, Joey Gallo would be in AAA for his entire career if this was 1998. <laughs> 100%. Guaranteed. Yeah. Good thing he could play defense and he is uh one of those uh go he won a goal glove. Good yes. thing he is that protects his job at the end of the day. But you're hundred percent right as far as just pure offense. There's guys in the league that uh you know, Chris Davis is one of them that got that big deal that oh, yeah. Orioles literally paid him for like his last three seasons to go away. Just to like leave. Yeah. yeah like, just to but, not be around. But it's like, and that's why like, I, so I didn't agree with it at first, like the banning, they banned the shift now. So I didn't agree with that at first because I was like, they wouldn't need to ban the shift. If guys just, you know, said, I'm just going to hit it the other way. But since guys don't do that and they don't have any interest in doing that, Creatures banning the shift, too. banning the shift now makes a situation where guys, guys can hit the ball like they normally would. They don't have to worry about placing it mm -hmm. and they don't need to now try and hit a home run over everybody, which they shouldn't have been doing anyway. Like Bryce, everybody's like, Oh, it's really hard to do this. And I'm like, these guys have world-class hand-eye coordination. Yeah. They yeah, see hundred mile hour just miles an hour pitching every day. Bryce Harper, the NL MVP last year, by the way, I don't know if you watched when they shifted him, he bunted and he he'd get on base and then they didn't. Joey Yelly did that a few times last year where right. he easily bunted. Cause the whole left side, there's not another fielder within 50 yards of, of him. Right. So, so it's simple. like, why, what if, they're like, oh, like it's really hard to do. It's like, don't tell me that it's easier for a guy to hit a home run than it is to bunt. It's not. Like, it's not. I'm sorry. This is, if you think that you're a psychopath, come debate me because it's not just not possible. Um, I love it. Yeah. When, right, when you sorry. say banning the shift, what, what, I mean, I know what a shift is, but like, so the second baseman can't play short right field. So now? basically, so yes, and they can't have. I don't. I don't think they could have. Um, three guys on one side of second base mm -hmm. anymore. Um, so that's what they would do, and they'd bring over. Yeah, like, yeah. they put. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. Like a guy. Like, let's see. Let's think of it. There'd be no no one. There'd be no one right. on on this. After they did it with Gallo. They did used they be, to do it with Deshera. They do it. With they did it with what's his name? The guy on the Giants, the lefty first. Brandon Belt. Like the guy. The guy would hit a line Great drive. Base guy, by the way. Guy hit a line drive to right field, right? But it's an out because the second baseman is playing like on the grass Way deep. between yeah. the right fielder and the infield. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So that's gone now. That's it. Which means that guys are going to hit. The guys are going to get on base a little bit more now. And they're going to get on base by swinging the bat as opposed to getting on base by walking. Like walking is great and everything, but it's the most boring part of baseball. Yes. Yeah. I like the, it's we, great I, in the postseason. Great yeah. in the postseason, but not in but, a regular season game. No. And like, but the thing is, so I think I've been like retweeting, I've been like retweeting these clips from the, the Savannah Bananas. They, they've created, they're like <laughs> changing all these rules. Like the, they play banana ball or whatever. And if a guy walks, my, I don't know why I love this rule as like a baseball purist, I should hate it, but I love this rule. If a guy walks, 
he has to sprint to second base and every defender needs to touch the ball. If, if every defender touches the ball before he gets to second, he's out. Oh my God. Jesus. I mean, it's I not baseball, but it's so much catch fun. catch a foul ball, it's out. Yeah, if they catch a foul ball like in the that. stands, he's out. You could steal first yeah. base like a pet ball. It's great. It's good. Like they could. I mean, they don't have to bring all those rules, but like, yeah, it's yeah, entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining. Like, I don't like the dancing on the mound thing and then throwing pitches. Like, it's like Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Like, but there are I some stuff that, that I like. I seen that one thing you posted, uh, retweeted the other day with where a guy shuck it or it was a, a bad pitch and it went behind the catcher and then you could steal first. Yeah. Right. I, I love that. That puts pressure on like somebody. I watched Gary Sanchez over the last five or six seasons that every ball <laughs> would go past that. him, especially nobody on. And it would be like, all right, I get it. We have a catcher that sucks, but it would be like, let's get rid of him because now it's going to cost us base runners. I like that. Right. That keep, that's a rule that keeps that the old time people would hate. You're like, Oh, that doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. It puts emphasis on something that you're not paying attention to. And that's what baseball needs. It needs, you need to pay attention to every aspect of baseball for it to be great. And that's something right. that, hey, catchers, go catch the ball. If you don't catch the ball, somebody could go your and job. now you have a base runner. Yeah, do yeah, your job. Do your job. <laughs> do your job. <laughs> don't fall asleep. I'm I'm sorry you had to watch Gary for the last five years. Yeah, no, that was that was painful. But uh our uh the backup for last couple of seasons has been doing well. So we're excited about that in spring training. So um I couldn't stop in, thinking about Moneyball when you were talking about analytics, <laughs> all these stats. That, like great, that was all family. my mind was on. Great movie. <laughs> and it's like the thing with the with like the money, like the A's are like a big Moneyball team, right? Like they haven't won shit. All right. So right, right. The, like and the Rays, you know, the Rays are a big analytics team. But the thing is, in the playoffs, the analytics get you through the regular season, mm-hmm. but in the playoffs, you need. Horses, you you need stud pitching, like one or two guys that are studs. You need and you need situational hitting because you're facing a stud on the mound every single night. And if you every strike night, out yeah. every time up, you're not you you can't scratch and claw runs together. Like you're not gonna just hit home runs off stud pitchers every single night in the playoffs, especially in a short series. And that's like what I feel like the like I feel like now it's starting to come back around a little bit. Like I know the Astros cheated, but when they won the World Series, they actually weren't like a home run, all home run and nothing team. Like they had situational hitting, even the Nats when the Nats beat the Astros. That was mm-hmm. a great example of a team that was like situationally hitting. They were they they scratched and clawed every single game. They didn't need home runs. And then to, home runs just happened naturally. Right. Whatever it right. was, like home runs were just a microcosm of what they had at their core. And that's what I right. love. Give me a guy. I say this all the time. Give me a guy that hits like 30 to 35 home runs with like 25 to 30 doubles and hits like 280 to 300. Then a guy that hits 230 with 45 home runs and like 10 balls. Well, I don't yeah. We obsess over that. And that's so bad. Yes. So Sorry, let's, I think, uh, we, I, we, we, I didn't expect us to go too far into baseball, which I love. Um, hopefully, as uh, you know, linking up Enter the Lab and yourself, more baseball people will listen to this episode, and that's the the name of the game. But w- w- real quick, what do you have predictions wise as far as maybe divisions? What do you have as Ooh. far as futures? Marlins um, World that- Series, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of wrapping. What we Don't. have, 
uh, you know, when we have you on, hopefully we could do something, you know, mid season. And then at the end of the year, we'll have you on again. We could look back at this episode and, and laugh at ourselves or, you know, be hopefully, we're not, hopefully we're not laughing. Hopefully we're not <laughs> laughing. We might be laughing though. I don't know. All right. I got a few, I don't have everything. So I, I said this before the show when we were talking, I'm not big on team win totals because I don't like that the money's locked up for six months on minus 110. Like everything's minus 110. I don't want money locked up for that long. Sorry. Yeah. It's just not how I play the game. But when I'm looking at futures, I'm looking at like some value. Like where's the value on the division? So I'm going to start with the AL Central, right? First of all, also, actually, I'll start in the AL East. I'm picking the Yankees to win the division. All right. <laughs> Everybody's hot on the Blue Jays. I'm, this is coming from a Mets fan. Everybody's hot on the Blue Jays, by the way. I understand that why we're hot on the Blue Jays. Now, if that I don't agree with this, but if like the whole if the whole vaccine thing is an issue and like unvaccinated guys can't play in Toronto, that's probably gonna change my pick. I think it's nonsense, but whatever. Um but if that's not the case, I think the Yankees are gonna win the division. I look, I know the Blue Jays are good. They have a good team, they have a stacked lineup, they've they have some good like their pitching, their starting staff is is actually really good. But like I actually don't think the Yankees starting rotation is as bad as everybody makes it. Okay. You still got Garrett Cole there. Jordan Montgomery is surprising, is gonna surprise a lot of people this year. I actually think Luis Severino is gonna have a good year. I don't what why did everybody like forget about Nestor Cortez? He was great last year. And then I don't even know who the fifth starter is, but their rotation is not that bad. Their bullpen's still good, and their lineup is actually they got they actually did get better. Um, Isaiah Kiner Falefa, who th- when they made the trade, like everybody hated it, right? And I was like, he's he's everything you guys say you want. He doesn't yeah, hit home is. runs. He defense gets on base. Speed. He gets yep. hit. De- he gets hits. Defense speed. He's everything that you guys say you want, and now you hate this. Like, yes, he has no power at all. Who cares? Let him bat ninth. Let him play defense. Let him steal bases. Um, Josh Donaldson is a question mark. I don't know if you got better there. If he plays, if he plays, uh, then maybe, but he's, he's always getting hurt. I don't know why, but if he's healthy, he's going to hit 25, 30 home runs for you guys. I think you guys are sleeping on the, t- I think Yankee fans are sleeping on the team as a whole. And like, mm. you still got your horse. You got Garrett Cole. There. Yeah. He's a horse. And still got a solid bullpen. Still above got a solid average. Pen. Like, I mean, Chapman has thrown the slider. Please like throw a hundred and stop hanging your slider. That's it. That's it solves the problem right there. Um, and then uh, the, the values on them, they're plus two fifty. The um, the Blue Jays I think moved to like plus one fifty, plus one seventy five or something like that. I don't really love it because couple injuries, couple injuries could change that. I don't like the raise. Yeah. If you want to take an over under on um, win totals, take the raise under. I think the Rays are a five hundred team. I. They look. They lost some bats. Everybody's very high on on Wander Franco. I get it. He's got half a season under his belt. Okay, let's see him do it Kids full time. Stud. First game he pulled is... up in like a fucking white phantom. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> he, I think I sent that to you in the in the group chat. That was wild, bro. Like, dude what? got dude got dude got paid too. But yeah. like they have one pitcher. They got they got this kid. Uh, they got this kid McClanahan. He's their he's their pitcher. Glasnow's out again for the year. I don't really love their pitching. I don't know if they could piece it together to win ninety games. I think the minimum to win that division can be ninety games. So there's that. Um, I'll go to the Central now. I'm taking the Twins as a future to win the AL Central. The value, like I said, I look for value, right? The value's mm-hmm. on them at plus five hundred. There's no white at minus two ten. Zero value there. 
Okay. Yeah. Especially when the money's going to be locked for your money's locked for six months and you're not going to be able to cash out in the middle of the season. So there's nope. that. All right. Twins made some nice moves. The pitching staff is good enough and they're going to hit. And they added Carlos Correa. They're sneaky. They're, they're sneaky. Like I said, um, Lance Lynn is already injured for the White Sox. They lost, they lost Carlos Rodon. Okay. So maybe now you're looking at a team that doesn't have like this stud starting rotation that everybody thought. Yeah, the lineup's still good, but they have an injury prone lineup. A couple injuries yeah. there, the, the twins could win that division. Um but if the twins happen to have ha, have to face the Yankees in the playoffs, it's over. Because yeah, we they've never beat us or even won a game against us. No, so it's they, like the kryptonite is there. They'll definitely lose that there. Yeah. I'm just saying to, to win yeah, the central. Of course, of course. And then uh this is a pick that like a lot of people uh, surprise that but i'm taking the phillies plus 340 win the nl east um the mets have their pitching issues now with injuries we don't know when the grom's coming back scherzer's hamstrings bothering him and he's a little bit he's up there in age let's not let's not sugarcoat yeah. that brandon nemo's got a neck injury again um the lineups the lineup's still pretty good i don't know they're, they're a question mark and i don't really love the plus 200 or 250 whatever that is Braves are plus one twenty five, but like they do, they have a World Series hangover. I don't know. Mm. I guess I guess we're gonna see. And that, so I like the value to me is on the Phillies plus three forty there. So that those are my sense. division. Those are my division futures, and then my personal player futures. NL Cy Young, Zach Wheeler plus a finished three last year. He could do it again. He he's a legitimate ace. I think he is. A legitimate ace, especially if the Phillies win the division, and he's the guy that carries them. He goes deep in games now. He strikes out a lot of guys. It's Sleep funny coming from a Met fan that it hurt you a little bit. <laughs> you oh, had him, him, and then you let him go, and then he, kill, he it killed me. I didn't want to let him go. I wanted to sign. I want. I would yeah. have never let that guy go. I mm-hmm. really wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Have. I said it at the time. I even said it. I was like, "That's gonna that's gonna come back to bite them at some point." And I don't think they season. got much value back. No. They didn't trade him. They just they they let him they walk. They just let him go. Okay, and it's, yeah, that's even worse. Jesus. They Christ. let him. They let him walk. They didn't even give him an offer. Yeah, that's is worse. I, that's worse. That's the old regime. The new regime smarter than the old <laughs> new regime. Right? <laughs> the regime new. But, but still, um, so I do like Zach Wheeler there. And then oh, let's go. And then I'll stay in the NL for this one. NL Rookie of the Year, Hunter Green on the Reds, plus six fifty. Kid throws absolute. Cheese is he only is. pitching now? Because I know he when he got drafted a few years back, he was uh dueled as a as what was he a shortstop? He Am I was, wrong about that? I I, I think he was Second an outfielder. Outfielder. Maybe. I mean that makes more sense, but for some reason yeah, I thought but, infield. But I think he's just pitching now because he throws like he throws like yeah. Hundred. It's not that's the Otani's. There's not a lot of them yeah. out there, dude. <laughs> this dude throws like one hundred four. Great I name, think. Hunter Green, I, by the way. Hunter Green's great. And also, I like what the Reds did. So, like, there's another thing for it. There's another thing baseball does that pisses me off. There's this thing called service time manipulation, right? Mm. So, if a if a player who's coming, who's in the minors, if he starts the year on your roster, then you lose a year of control on him to for him to get the free agency. But if he comes up, like, May 1st after 30 games – you have him for an extra year. So they keep, wasn't like, that what really... happened with Chris Bryant? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. So gotcha. the Reds, I'm very happy that the Reds said Hunter Green's probably our best pitcher. 
He's not starting the season in the minors. He's on the major league roster. So I love that. I love that he's going to have a full year. I love that he throws a hundred, like four throws smoke this kid. I mean, the reds are going to be terrible, but he might win rookie of the year. So plus six fifty there. Then in the AL, AL Cy Young, Jose Barrios. He's on uh, the blue Jays. He's plus 2000. The blues have a really good year. He's the eight. That's that. He's he's. I mean, that's where my money's going. I know everybody's like Garrett Cole. That's I get it. I understand. But plus two thousand is nasty. He's good. He he's good. Plus two thousand. And then um, I know this one. AL MVP. I'm just gonna preface this. Last year I picked Otani at plus thirty five hundred March sixteenth to win AL MVP. This one's not not as this one is plus three thousand. But I like Bo Bichette um, from Toronto. All right. I know Vladdy's on the team. And everything, I get that. But you got to think about this, like how voters think. The voters like the analytical stuff, which war is included. It's a fake stat, by the way. If you want me to get into that, we can. But war <laughs> is war is that's their thing. They love war, and he's gonna do things that Vladdy can't do. Like he plays really good defense, and he steals bases. And if he's a catalyst in that lineup, if he's you know he could go he could go thirty home runs, thirty steals easily. Like if he does something like that, has a high war, the Blue Jays are really good. He can win the MVPs. Worth a shot at plus three thousand. My views on uh, on MLB this year. If you want me to go into why war isn't a real stat, we could, but I don't know if we have to. He's <laughs> above replacement. Yeah, Bo Bichette. He's a, he's a beast. He's got that long hair, and he's just he's he's a hitter. Uh, I mean, he, that's the that's a prototypical guy that I would love on my team where. He hits consistently, but then he's got the pop that comes naturally from hitting. And obviously right. he can field his position. That's he's an ideal stud. Uh he's yeah, Toronto's gonna have to pay him very soon. They got a lot of people that they've already paid and they're gonna have to pay. So they're in a great position to have. Yeah. Also, I see the I see the TV behind you right now. Um, Ray. Um, sorry, Elvis. I see the TV behind you. <laughs> and Looks like Baycott's got a little bit of a limp. Yeah, you've seen that, right? I, I was kind of like peeking out my my eye. It's got a little bit of a limp. I don't there know. I, I don't know, Just man. Just tape that Just bitch stop. up. Tape that tape bitch that, up, baby. He, he wasn't. He was wa- walking gingerly. That's for sure. He was. Yes, that is a good. I, that is a good. I don't like to use that term a lot. I know. Life. I use it that only on that time. <laughs> hey, they called up Steph Steph Curry and got his ankle things. So. He'll be it. They, they, they've been shooting his ankle with cortisone for like the last like hour and a half. <laughs> That's it. Oh, absolutely. They're not icing. They're just, no, no ice allowed. No they ice. are just cortisone only. So there's a lot of money in, involved in this game. That's for sure. I, what do you think? You like Brady Manic over two and a half threes? <sighs> I don't know. I was looking at his threes actually today. I think I was taking a shit and I was like, let me look at some box scores. <laughs> Of like the previous games, and I was seeing that he was hitting. He's great percentage from three. Uh, he, he's like forty yeah, percent. He started off, dude. He started that Duke game off rough. He did not have a good depth perception in, in that. So that this is what they say <laughs> about the. So the they play these games in football stadiums now. So like yeah. They, so like they they say the depth perception is thrown off. That's, that's a, why that's a that's true for sure. I don't know if that's the case tonight because like they've already played a game. In there, and Kansas seemed to have no issues with it. They shot. I can't believe Kansas shot fifty-four percent from three. They started. You know what? Everything. 
just just to say something on the depth perception, you know why I know that's true as a Nets fan. So the Garden and the Garden, the Lakers and the Nets, <clears throat> they have the the black lights. They black yep. out the crowds. I'm telling you, teams and some certain players hoop when they play in the Barclays compared to and and the Garden. People go there and hoop too. I'm telling you, there's something about lower lighting, and I'm not saying this is relating to New Orleans, but it can play a part. Is if you have a perception of the hoop and it's a little different or it caters to the athlete, they could really hoop because people come in our building in the Barclays and they all time career high performances as far as shooting. So I think that does play a little point in now playing in domes, which you've never done before or they've never done. I mean, it's crazy to think about like you're all, like <sighs> you're playing basketball in a football dome. That's that's. I mean, they just they just try to pack everybody in to make as much money as possible. Oh, of course, that's that's the reason why. They're there. Like, I was like looking at it. I was like, "There's a basketball arena next door." They had like the over. They had like the overview. It was right next to it. I was like, "Yeah." It's like the basketball arena is next door. What are we doing? It's all money. What is that? The Smoothie King Arena. Nobody yeah. wants. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's a, that doesn't sound as sexy as the what Superdome, the or Caesar whatever. Superdome. They got the gambling yeah. in with the Caesar Superdome. Too. Of course, Nobody's yeah. Every. Every arena in the future is going to be either a, a sports betting or a currency or uh, yeah. crypto crypto like or com yeah. arena. <laughs> Man, I mean FTX arena. I mean, just just be, keep buying, just keep just uh, keep buying the right cryptos for now, because we got we're in some trouble, boys. Just hey, saying. next time we have you on, we could uh, we could we could go into a little business and something like that. We could. Yeah, that's where sports expertise. We could do a little. Uh, maybe if we go on like mid baseball season, we could do like if your if your baseball team was a cryptocurrency, like which one they would be. I'm writing that. I'm writing that down now. Can can we get rid of these unwritten rules in baseball? Like the unwritten just, rules are dumb now. They're dumb. I don't. I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead. If a player wants to celebrate when he hits a 450 foot shot, like let him celebrate. Like. Don't the pitcher shouldn't get mad. You gave up a home run, and then you got the third baseman talking shit as he's like dapping up the third base coach. Like, nah, bro. Like every other sport is totally cool. You know, James Harden hits the three, he's coming down the court like this. Mello hits the three, he's like this. Football players score a touchdown, they celebrate him. But nah, baseball, you gotta be calm, cool, and collected. It's like I'm with I'm with you there. Like, I just I don't think like I'm with you on that. Like, I think like if you hit a home run off of a guy who's throwing a hundred miles an hour and you want to throw your bat into outer space, you should be able to Yeah, like, I, like that, like that's what people want to watch that though. So I just don't understand why like people want to see celebrations and, and like every other sport you could celebrate like football, every, like you said, yeah. I just, I don't understand why, like let them just have fun. It's Especially a kid's game. Let them be having kids. to worry about the next person getting beamed in the back. Because right. this other dude celebrated, like no, that just makes it so much worse. <laughs> I do like when guys get beamed though. Like, yeah, not I mean... not for that, not for yeah. that. But like, <laughs> I mean, but baseball is the worst fights. They're not even fights. They're, like, they're, they're not. Fights. Yeah. Like, and then the bullpen comes running three hundred feet, and they bro, just stand there. It's like, bro, that, just stay your ass in the bullpen. <laughs> that's well, that's a thing they got to work on. I'm all for fights in sports because they're never actual fights, but like they need to ban the bullpen from rushing in because it delays the game so much more. Like they should say, literally, if you step outside of the bullpen, you are yeah. thrown out. I understand the dugouts coming out because they're protecting their players, but the bullpen coming out, it's almost just like the 
the infiltry of just like additional people that don't need to, they just stand around at the end of the day. I think uh, just if the their, bullpen comes uh, out, if the bullpen comes out, then there needs to be blood drawn in the fight. Yeah. Let's or give them swords throw. and let's go. <laughs> That's it. Put some, put, get a bat with some, with some nails in it. You want to talk? Maybe? Yeah, you want to talk about ratings? You know, treat it like, uh, you know, WrestleMania. Yeah, give them. Oh some- wait, <laughs> I, I did this last year. This is what I think. This would, this would spice up baseball a lot. People would hate this one. This is my, this is my idea to spice up baseball. Not the safest idea, but so because you know how nothing happens when they lose a challenge. Yes. Now, so I think now this is crazy. It's nuts. So I think if you lose a challenge, the other team gets to select whoever, whatever player they want to use a metal bat in whatever situation. <laughs> like, I mean, it's 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 better than what they got going on now. Yeah, I nothing. mean, it's definitely like, no nothing goes on. Like, that's the penalty for losing a challenge. Like, yeah, you, Mike Trout gets to use a metal bat his next time up. You want that? Baseball's like, the only thing that like you can't have consequence. There's not many consequences. They need to create. You lose a challenge, you get an out for that, you know, whatever inning it is. It's you can keep continue to challenge. And I, I love challenges. I don't think the NBA has enough challenges because there's sometimes where they don't do it right you, either. You don't challenge at all in the first half, even though it could be a good play. And then you're challenging, you do one challenge in the second half, and then that's your max. You're you're maxed out yeah. at that point. So there's almost not enough challenges in that sport. Football has it figured out because, you know, there's a lot of under two minutes that helps. But yeah, uh, MLB has got to do something about like, you can't, you can't challenge in the eighth or ninth inning. It's got to be up to the umpires, stuff like that. But that's another thing that's outdated. All of a sudden watch five years from now, they'll start talking about it instead (laughs) of talking about it now. Yeah. There's a lot of problems. We got a lot of problems there, but what are you going to do? But to wrap up this episode, um, we covered college basketball. We covered a lot more baseball. Hopefully, if you are a baseball fan, you listen and you we, we spit a lot Thursday of knowledge. That, uh, Thursday, April seventh, Thursday, Thursday, baby, Thursday, yes. baby. Red Let's Sox, go. Yankees, which Ooh, should rip. be a, a tradition. Mets, Nats. Um, that's is it. That, Mets, Nats. Yeah, it nice. shouldn't be. A, that should not be a tradition. <laughs> no, 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 not I at all. I hate the Nationals. I hate the Nationals, man. Juan Soto's Juan Soto's the oh, only player on that. Yeah, team. he's 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 nasty. They haven't locked him down yet, right? No, he's going to be a free agent. And he's going to sign with the Mets because we have money so now. bad, <laughs> so bad. But um, yeah, give us what you got going on. Give us, you know, this is a time to promote and let people know. Yeah, what you have going on. Well, yeah, you could find me on on Twitter at Steve underscore Armado. You could find me on TikTok at Stevie Locks if you want to laugh a little bit. Mm. Um, I do a lot of voiceover. You are like, great on TikTok. Like thanks. I will, yeah, we will post so something tomorrow for sure. You're amazing. Thank you, thank you. I try, I try. Actually, on that, like I'm doing um, two Instagram reels a week for this company, Sports Grid. Um, I'm doing like a little weekly series called What's the Play. My first one was last week. I went two and zero, Kansas and UNC. Um, nice. And I'll do one funny real Instagram, uh, Instagram reel and TikTok for them as well. So you get both best of both worlds there. And you can find me on uh, Parlay Friday is my podcast. It's on Spotify. It's very easy to find. Type in Parlay Friday. It comes up. There's a little bag of money there. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> every Friday, it's a newsletter as well. So you could sign up for the newsletter on Substack. It's free. I don't I don't sell picks. I don't charge for subscriptions. Nice. You, like I just give I just give you info and that's the end of the story. Um and then yeah, and then my company, Lark Media, we do, you know, we do a lot of video podcast production. Um, 
branding and stuff like that. So, you know, if you ever needed that, you can find us there too. See, I, I do a lot of, I'm in a, I'm a digital media guy. So Love that's, it. that's what we got. Um, but thank yeah. you for having me guys. I like really appreciate it. This was a of lot course. of fun. Oh dude. No, thanks for having, thanks for being on. Like I needed some baseball insight. Like I'm, I'm hyped for the season now. Of course I got the Marlins, but Hey, you know, all right, you guys are rebuilding. You've been rebuilding. <laughs> We've been rebuilding so, since 2003, bro. <laughs> rebuilding, rebuilding so much that Derek Jeter was like, "I gotta get out of here." I can't do this I'm out, bro. He's like, "I thought this was a good opportunity." Yeah, it's not. I'm good. But hey, I mean, as long as the Marlins are not good, I get to go to a game. Uh, I could buy tickets that same day uh, for 40, 50 bucks, and and be you know front and then get a, a foul ball or. Right there with a, 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 a pitcher's autograph, I could do whatever because it's fifty bucks to get in the the the, the arena. And it's a nice thing too. Man. I gotta it's come nice. down. I got so my brother-in-law just moved to Miami, so I gotta come visit my brother brother-in-law, and then we go to a Marlins Mets game. Hit me up. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, and then we'll make like serious. Then we'll make like serious social content while we're at the game. I want to oh, do yeah. like this. I want to do like a video series where like. Like I give people like the proper like ballpark experience, like at each ballpark. Uh -huh. Like I already know what I do. Like if I was going to like, I talked about this the other day. If I was like going to a Yankee game, right? Like I already know what I do. I go like three hours, but you laser stands, get hammered before the game. Then you go into the game and you do standing room tickets. Cause there's that bar in right center uh -huh. field. You watch the game from there the entire time and then you sampled you know you do some food samples you do some betting and then you get and then you get out like i, I feel like you could do that at all these parks now like what like, i'm telling you this? have you have you ever been to the marlins uh marlins park or whatever it's called now i have i have not listen it's all about not baseball they have like <laughs> colombian night dominican republic night they have a cornhole you could play it's all about it's literally all about not watching the baseball game and more about the experience. So, like, when you go to a game, you're like, oh, wait, there's also baseball. That's basically how they promote it. But that's, yeah. but that's like, what keeps people coming to parks, though. Like, yeah, I, lo like, I love baseball. I love baseball. But, like, I go to City Field because City Field is an awesome place to go. Like, I get, I, went there recently, I, get, yeah. I get a standing room ticket when I go to City Field. So that I could move around the stadium and watch the game from any angle that I want and do whatever I want. Like there's bars, there's like bars yep. in different sections, open areas. Like you could watch the like you don't even have to be looking at the field. You can watch the game on the That's TV smart. right there if you want to. Like yeah. this, there's a lot of different things you could do. Like even at Wrigley was sick. I went there for my bachelor party in July. Like that. That's every, nice. If everybody could go to one baseball game, like go to yeah, a game at to. Wrigley Field. I need it's just to. like try not to do July because it's like a thousand degrees, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's cooking out there. Yeah, just like there's no refuge, like it's bleachers, there's no shade, there's no shade anywhere. It's just like <sighs> just you're getting baked the whole time. I had to leave in the fourth inning because I was, I was like, I gotta go to a bar and like cool. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, but, once again, we appreciate you for coming on. Hopefully, this is not the first or the last time you hop on with us. We appreciate you. Hopping on, talking a little basketball, talking a little baseball, and then when we uh, maybe we'll have you on to uh, you know midway through the baseball season, chop it up a little bit, and maybe we'll teach you some basketball stuff uh, going into next year. You, you know, you I would grow like your you to, grow your horizons a little bit. I would like <laughs> you to do that for me. I need to get on that 
on that trade. I felt like it was a lot to like try to pick up another sport in the middle of the season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can do that. No, I gotta get you on par I gotta get you on parlay Friday for the NBA playoffs because then you could educate you could educate my viewers on, on there you NBA. go. Bet the fort. Like that. That's but you what, just gotta be that's what he you said guys up. gotta be you guys gotta be awake though. It's like I record early in the morning <laughs> Fridays, man. Yeah, Ford Ford Ford's gotta work on waking up uh you know before <laughs> nine AM. He's he's working on that. That's it. That's it. I'm an early <laughs> bird. I'm an early bird, man. That's it. I am too, bro. I got you. Well, uh thank you again for coming on to enter the lab, bro. And uh we'll talk to you real soon. Yes, Sounds sir. good. Thank you, man. All right, All right peace, brother. All right, Forte. What's going on, man? Yeah, a lot of baseball talk, a lot of bets. Hopefully you you, you took some notes. Got my pen and Please. paper ready. Absolutely. I need, I need it. I need it. Yeah. All the help I can no, get. it's good because baseball I was thinking that whole time was baseball is coming in in the summer. You got uh, you know, soccer's coming at the end of the summer, I think in the fall because it usually is in the summer, but it's in Qatar and they can't play soccer games in Qatar. At, <laughs> with that temperature so uh you're gonna have to you know be brushed up on some baseball tips and some so hopefully we could link again even sooner maybe we'll, we'll do uh maybe a, a betting spot here and there but we got you know 15 minutes maybe a few minutes let's jump into what you have going on uh as far as topics you want to bring up anything you want to talk about real quick uh i got two things real quick yeah Elon musk making a bunch of money buying almost 10 percent of, tw- of twitter Hopefully that's that's some good changes to come for for that app because, I mean, it, it's the best app there is in my opinion. But always you can improve it. So with Elon Musk, I mean that dude is a genius. So I see nothing but good things coming from that. And what I'm most excited about is UFC 273, baby. Talk we got about that. two two championship fights. We got Gilbert Burns against. Hamza as the third of you know before the co-main and the main that's probably the fight everyone's most hype about the the main event is uh Volkanovski that yep. dude is a savage oh. he's he's fighting Korean zombie he can take punches savage. and give punches at the same Bruh, time he's wild his, his fight against Brian Ortega I have no freaking idea how he got that's out a of classic right on the headlock oh dude i rewatched that if fight you gotta show day. one a person hey this is ufc watch it that would probably be one of five fights you show all time yep and then the co-main event is a rematch of Aljamain sterling and pointer yawn that fight ended on an illegal knee Aljamain sterling yep. was he was still down on the ground and Porter Yan just gave him a nasty knee right to the temple so both those fighters are, are going to come in motivated to just knock each other's heads off. I'm, I, I don't know which fight I'm, I'm most excited about because that card is stacked. It's in Jacksonville, of course, right after I moved and I start work on mm. the 11th. So it's not like I could. How far are you from there? Like of a drive? From Jacksonville, right now. two two hours, like hour and a half, two hours. Not not bad. If I wanted to, I, I could not make bad, trip. but you wouldn't be able to just be like, oh, I'm going to hop in a car and drive. No, no, no. If I had tickets, I, I'd definitely do it. But, you know, I was if I was still down there, I would have went and just tried to scalp, you know, figure it out. Hey, need tickets, need tickets to, to go. But <laughs> I'm not going to drive two hours to try and scalp and then take my ass Absolutely. another two hours, you know, but that that card is stacked. If you're not into UFC or if you don't like That's it that this much, Saturday. You, yeah, this Saturday. Yeah, there was no UFC last week, but that yeah, I see that. That was the first card. time in in months, huh? Yeah, in forever. Yeah, which 
is – I mean, it was kind of needed because they've just done such a good job of so much, putting yeah. so many fights and promoting and everything, and it's they do such a good job. I, I, like, we talk about it all the time. I just can't get enough of it. Like, dude, like <laughs> – you sit around with your boys, drink a few beers or whatever you want to drink and, and watch men and women just yeah, try and knock each other out. It's it's the best sport right now to me. Like I could watch UFC all day. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Jamaica Thursday. So I got a lot, dude. I'm telling you, if I wasn't gonna be in Jamaica on Thursday, I would be in the lab from Thursday to Sunday because you got UFC on Saturday. You got the Masters from Thursday to Sunday. You have I'm about, uh, I'm about like opening an day hour with from baseball. the Masters oh from God. Augusta. Yeah, that's that's dope, dude. It's like yeah. it's the it's the way you break open. It's uh, you know baseball used to be the thing, or still is the thing where it's like you know summer's coming. The Masters also is because uh, it's kind of same time. But I'd be locked in a lab if I wasn't going to Jamaica. Hopefully, you know, I'd be five and two. I'd be, you know, it's a good thing I'm going to Jamaica just to relax a little bit, get away. Yeah, you know, get but definitely, I'm going to have my phone on me, be watching. I'm going to I'm gonna have to find a way to set up a lab wherever I'm at. Multiple phones, iPads, maybe just to be able to relax and also um, enjoy some sports. So, yeah, so that's a that's a good thing. Uh, let's see. Some hoops that I wanted to bring up to you um, this episode was, do you, uh, what was it, two years ago that they tried in the playing game? Overall, do you like the playing game? I think it was last year, right? Yeah, it was was something, because I'm losing track with all the COVID years and 2020, 2021. But do you like the playing game? Do you like the extra, you know, um, top six teams made in each conference. Seven plays eight. The loser of seven to eight plays winner of nine and ten. Loser of nine and ten goes home. It's a lot to to get used to, but do you like it overall? I'm indifferent about it, to be honest. I like that it gives you know. It's kind of like a participation trophy type of deal. Like, okay, you finish ninth, but you have a chance to get in type shit. But I mean. The NBA season, even though it's only 82 games, it's still such a long, stretched-out season. Like, with the back-to-back, some players are playing five, six games in seven, eight nights. So, you know, like, for example, the Pelicans. The Pelicans lost their best player, you know, for for the whole year. And people want to see Zion. So if Zion – if they get a chance to make the playoffs, now you might get a chance to see Zion. Like, Yeah. So – you know, it's and cool also with the Lakers and the Nets playing poorly and having right. a weird situation, yeah. now all of a sudden you Nets. get to see them exactly. where you probably wouldn't have gotten to see them, which is weird, right? Before they did this rule, they didn't think Lakers and the Nets yeah, or, would be in the playoff, yeah. but now it is. Yeah. And the Lakers were in it last year too. So they might not even make it this year, and that's probably one of the greatest disappointments of all time. But it, I, I feel like it's cool. It's a good rule just because it – you know, like I said, it helps certain teams get, try and get in there. But, I mean, it's also, like I said, I'm indifferent about it because now you got this ninth seed team that's going to play the one seed, and they're most likely just going to get waxed. You yeah. know, so it's cool. It's it's all for money. The NBA did it to have an extra game, make things a lot more interesting because it's one and done. Like, you lose, you're pretty much out unless, you know, whatever the rules are. It's, it's going to take a lot for, you know – NBA fans to get used to it and whatnot, but 
it is what it is at this point. I mean, to me, the NBA is probably if there was a league, it's the perfect league. You know, they, they do things the right way. They, you know, they want fans to watch. So I'm all for it. I, I, I like it. I'm going to tune in, of course, because those teams don't want to lose. It doesn't matter if you're the seven or eight. You don't want to play an extra game. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get why they did it. They did it to keep teams, you know, like the same thing with the lottery. They try to keep teams from tanking to become the number one or number two pick. And then the same thing with those intermediate teams where they're not going to make a a run or a real play, but to kind of keep them interested. Because at the end of the day, you have a couple of playoff games at home. That's extra revenue, you know, yeah, the owners absolutely. like that. So I like the concept business-wise and player-wise because, hey, if you're the – seven eight nine and ten seed you're not playing for much anyway it helps to have an extra game helps at the end of the season maybe a john moran let's say for example if he wasn't one of the top teams in the west somebody like john moran needs that let's say i'm only using his him as an example but like you get a really good player like that that wants a taste of the playoffs that's a way to give a taste and then it'll motivate them for so overall which I is love what happened playing. Which is it, what happened with that exactly, Grizzlies yeah. team. That's, yeah. Dude, you they're 20 and taste. 2 without him. It, it makes absolutely no sense to me how they're so great with, without their leader, their their best player, their alpha dog. Like it's simple. It's how you know you have a good team. You know, everybody says, Oh, who's out? Oh, they're not uh Bucks aren't playing without Giannis. All right, they're definitely gonna lose lose. Dallas ain't playing without Luca. They're de- the fact that their best player, John Morant's out, and it's like uh, I don't know if they're gonna lose this game. They might win. And they're, like, it, that says and they're not winning the by one or two points, three points. They're, they're playing blowing well. teams out. So that, I mean, that's they beat the Nets watch. without them. So yeah, that's a team that's, to watch. I mean, that, that, that I can't even say sneaky because they won fifty plus games. So yeah, <laughs> not at all. Uh, one thing that I see that I let you know about was. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, the Toronto Raptors built a real statue for him. I I don't know what that's about. I won't spend too much time on it, but to make a stat, they're retiring people's numbers, giving people statues. I don't get it. If you're going to give Kyle Lowry a statue, you got to give DeMar DeRozan one, and you got to give Kawhi Leonard one. Because if it wasn't for for Kawhi Leonard, you wouldn't have that chip, all right? And if it wasn't for DeMar DeRozan, like, you you wouldn't be who you are. Even though he didn't really, like – playoff wise or like accomplishment wise, like in the playoffs didn't do that much, but he was your guy. So, you know, I get it. Kyle Lowry, whatever point guard. Kyle like Lowry, but nine points. <laughs> That's three buckets. Very <laughs> likable guy, you know, but it, it's just. Bro, look at the NBA. What statues are outside NBA arenas right now? Michael Jordan. Don't they have like a Shaq and a Kobe Dirk yeah. Nowitzki and you got Killer Kyle Lowry. <laughs> like, there's no statues Dude. outside of NBA teams other than those three franchises or those three all time greats. And then you got Kyle Lowry. Like, come they on. Should, bro. They should have made Kawhi like ducking down when he made that shot. That right? hit At every least single... in the background. That one, At least in the background that's of the that. That's the statue you make, bro. Yeah. I saw in one of the, the replies or something. It's like, bro, he looks like Julius Caesar. I'm like, come on. I see that one too. That's funny. So yeah. whatever. I mean, NBA, good for him. He's helped yeah. us out a lot with it with on the Heat, but I, I don't know if it's statue worthy, bro. No, it's not. It's not. It, I'm not being biased. <laughs> and that's all... and that's no diss to Kyle Lowry. That's no, no diss. No nothing. It's, nothing it's, just, it's just a no. It's a no. It's a no. 
plain and simple. So Miami Heat right now are um, two games up, 51 wins in the East. They dipped a little bit last time we recorded. We bike. They, we, we bike. bike. Uh, Miami Cocky Heat Boston. fan. All caps during the playoffs, baby. Uh, I hate That's guys. what we do, man. Give me Brooklyn the Nets, Nets bro. Are, Give me yeah, Brooklyn Nets in the first round. Seed, Jesus Let's Christ. go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking shit at all. I'm not, I'm not at liberty to. It don't to matter who we play. Heat in six, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, Lakers fade the Lakers. They stank. Uh, we won't talk so about them bad. too much because they're not worth talking about. They got, you know, they're outside of the plan. That's how you know you're bad, right? If you're not in the really? plan, like, damn, you really had a bad season. Um, Lakers are out of it, but also the other sport topic, and we'll kind of wrap up with a couple announcements or shout outs. But the new overtime role, we didn't get talk get to talk about. Um, NFL. That's the one playoffs thing only. when we talked when we talked yeah playoffs only but when we talked to Steve one of the things I brought up was that MLB they have a rule they think about it they have something that they want to change it just takes five ten years I respect the NFL because when they see and hear their fans and they see a rule that's not working or needs adjustment the next fucking year next season they adjust it or maybe two seasons from now if it builds up over time but. They're 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 a league that gets it uh, compared to the MLB. So, do you like the NFL new overtime rule for the playoffs? Talk about before, it. Before I get into it, I just want to say we talked about this right after that Bills and Chiefs game, yeah. mm-hmm. and I said it. That was great. Give it to me, just playoffs only. You can go back and watch the tape; it's on there. I love it because I right, playoffs like episode only is, like is, seven or something. Playoffs only is the best part about it because no one wants to see that in, in the regular season. Regular season, your offense scores, that's it. Your defense has yep. a job. They got to stop them. Cool. But now when you get in the playoffs, you got the best teams. So you want to see Josh Allen get a chance because, yep. I mean, why not? So I'm all for it. It's just going to there, – there's some stipulations, though. Like if it's a safety – or something like that, then that, that's it off rip. So okay. um, I'm, I'm cool with it. Give both teams a chance and just just duke it out because those are the two best teams. Like now you're going to get to see who, who's a really better team because Chiefs-Bills, that, that was a toss-up. You're muted, by the way. No, you're good. I oh, was okay, muted yeah. on purpose. Oh, gotcha. That, that was a toss-up, that game. Like that game was one of the best games we've ever seen in Josh Allen would have got a chance. Who who knows what could have happened? So, yeah, I love back. it. I, I love the fact that they're able to see a rule, see something that happens, uh, hear the fans, and just go, you know what? Let's consider it. Not let's change it immediately. Let's consider it. And then they had a talk. They talked amongst the owners and probably the players and coaches and GMs and all that. And they were like, all right, this rule makes sense to change. And I love that they did it for the playoffs because you can't have that rule in the regular season because a lot of team games go into overtime. You're playing and it's like you went from 16 games to 17. Now you probably will go. I think they're talking about in the next couple of years, they might go to 18 18, games. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to throw in these other rules about overtime. So like, keep that to the playoffs only. Like, yeah, you don't need to play more reps in the regular season that you're already planning to do. So I think they know that. So I'm glad that they changed that, whether it's for the better or not, we'll see. Hey, we'll find at, least out. They're pro- yeah. at least they're a proactive league instead of reactive where it's like, oh, wait, our 
you know, our bottom line is dipping. Let's start changing rules. But by that time, people don't like the the, the, the yeah. game anymore. So I thought when I seen that and the NBA, the way they do the play in, they tested some things. It's like, man, these they NBA listen to and, their fans. They get it. They get it. Because that was a huge topic. Like everyone on social media, right after the game, everyone on social media was talking about like, oh, you know, what would have happened if Josh Allen got another chance? And of course, there's people debating like, oh, defense has to do their job. No, because you got the best players. You got Patrick Mahomes throwing at Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Like, there's only so much the defense can do. Gabriel Davis scored like four TDs in like seven minutes of game time. So it's like, bro, we don't know what could have happened. And it's, bro, like, it's it's a good rule. I'm hype. There's definitely going to be OT games and, you know, in, in the playoffs. And if you get OT in the Super Bowl, bro, come on, dog. Come on, right? Like, there's, there's, re- there's a reason where somebody <laughs> they like know me what that's, they're doing, dude. Somebody like me that's so obsessed with sports overall, like, doesn't matter if it's golf, baseball, football. There's a reason why somebody like me has elevated my my football NFL content to another level. Podcasts, shows, all this thing. Somebody like me that's elevating, and that's a sign. You Obviously, you want new fans, but if you get somebody like me that consumes all sports into it even more, you know you're doing something right. So um, I'm excited about the NFL season. I'll continue to say it. Hopefully, uh, now that we get our second crack at the NFL season, our full, we'll uh, get some guests on, maybe do pre, you know, similar to Steve. Uh, I'm sure he knows... Uh, plenty about football as well. So we'll have some fun with that, but uh, let's wrap this up. You know, long episode. We had Steve on for, we planned, it's funny. We planned for <laughs> 30, 45 minutes. We got an hour out of him. And I love that hey, he wanted good. to be a part of it for an hour. He didn't Absolutely. try to slow down. He didn't try to like, sure. He, he went right into whatever he was talking about. And that's what the lab's about. You know, once we hit record, there's no limit on what we talk about, but uh, let's see. Uh, WrestleMania was dope. I won't go into that this episode. Oh, maybe Logan next Paul, episode. Logan Paul, impressive. Pat McAfee did his thing. Stone Cold back to back nights. I mean, I think uh, in about 20, 30 minutes of him chugging beers, I know a lot of it goes <laughs> on his chest. A lot of it gets fizzed up. That man, in two nights of a combined 20 minutes, he chugged at least 30 beers. I'm telling you, two handed. Uh, I'm going to rewatch that there this week. Go. Hopefully I find some time on the plane in Jamaica. I'll just rewatch uh, WrestleMania just because, you know, when you're drinking, having a good time, you're not pay- paying attention to the those cool times. So WrestleMania was awesome. Two nights. Dallas did it big. Exceeded my expectations. Roman Reigns, undisputed, <laughs> double champion. Let's fucking go. That's you. That's, That's me. Baby. Yeah. I, t- I, I, I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that post about myself. At like 30 at night when the edible hit and I was a little faded off tequila. I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, Grammys happened. Nobody cares. Um, no one cares about that shit. Yeah. That's, uh, that's basically all I got. Yeah. Oh, and um, Game of Thrones, August 21st. We'll probably talk about it. You're into Game of Thrones. You've been into the whole series. Yeah. You watched everything. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. That show has no replay value for me because of the eighth really? season. That's sh- I can't watch it over. Do I, I can't. I can't watch uh, well, it again, bro. Like let, I, I just can't. I can't, dog. I I can't watch it again. Nope. I've seen so many shows over and over again, over and oh, but I, I, 
Game of Thrones, I can't do it. Tom. That's it's so funny because we're gonna have to. So we have a thing whenever we text each other and we do this back in the utility players where we do save it for the pod S I F T P. Um, when we're talking and we're vibing, we're going back and forth. It's like, all right, save it for the pod because this is good content. This is good conversation. Let's save it for that. This is something when you, we need to save because in August when it goes on, I have a lot to say about it. I'm the complete opposite side of you. And I, I know you're hearing a lot of people say, you guys need to disagree more, this and that. Yeah. This is something that we'll gladly, I'll gladly have a, a good conversation. So we'll save that for August when that gets popping. Yeah. But any shout outs, anything shout-outs. that you got? Yeah, yeah, anything one, you got going on? Shout out Billionaires Row, BR Boys, right above us, you know. That's our bottle right there. We like to do it like that, big. Uh, yeah. Shout out Steve for being on with us, man. That was great. A lot of baseball stuff, a lot of betting stuff. De- definitely took some notes. I know we were jokingly saying it, but I'm serious. Uh, got me hyped up for baseball season. And shout out my boy Charlie Dennis, his first goal the other night. He should have had two. He should have had two. He should have had another one the other night too on a header. That was lit. That went on. That went in. They need VAR in that league. Give it to me. That boy Charlie doing his thing. I'm hype about it. That one fan was – bro, that pic of him just standing there talking shit to the fans. Bro, Tough. Let's go. Let's go. And yeah, Oakland Roots is now in. officially <laughs> – Oakland Roots is now officially in the they lab. Got Whenever they got in the lab, baby. Yeah. Let's Whenever they're on, I throw them on. Now that they're ESPN Plus, throw yep. them on. They're, they might – you know, sometimes they get – they've been getting the second TV love, you know, the left of Ooh, me. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they at least got the third TV. But they've right. been getting the left TV, which is the big TV, the 52-inch. So, shout yeah. out to Oakland Roots and, and Charlie for – for netting that uh putting one through the net yep let's get it anything baby. else um no nothing i can think of oh bet the fort we didn't do any picks this episode obviously keep that going uh maybe yeah. throw some on the on the, right before tip off uh we're recording we're about to end this at uh 8 55 tip offs at 9 20 through throw some posts Yep. You know what you got? Maybe some on. prop picks. Steve gave you some good prop picks. Maybe we'll I like that pick. I tag like that him. Maybe. Pick. Yeah. But the threes and all that. So throw some uh, stuff on the story. But uh, other than that, yeah. So I'll be in Jamaica this weekend. I'll be back Monday afternoon. So we'll record Monday night as regularly scheduled. Episode 18, which is my favorite number. Hey. I think that's about it. Yeah, it was a good, yeah. uh, good episode. Good guest. Uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll we'll continue to have more guests coming. We do have a lot in the works. We're just trying to plan it out and, and space it. Uh, if you've listened to this episode, as as if you gotten to this point that you're listening, <laughs> check the timelines. You. you know, if you're not into baseball, yeah. not into betting, hopefully we talked about a little bit after uh, YouTube. Subscribe. Make sure I'm making sure everybody that I know I check link their phone. in bio. A few of you. Oh, we got stickers. That, stickers will be yeah. out soon. They'll be, They'll be at my house this weekend. So when I come They'll back from Jamaica, doorstep soon. Yep. Be at a a, a, a local bar's uh, you know bathroom stall near you. Yeah. You know, yeah, scan it. Gonna, we're gonna left. flood the wharf with into the lab stickers. Why not? <laughs> hey, that's how we do it. Yeah, I'm showing people. Uh, by the way, this thing works too. This yeah. little guy as a background. I'd be just flash people here. Oh, oh just podcast, flash people. <laughs> like boom, scan that, follow, and then I take their phone. I'm like, YouTube, subscribe, like, subscribe, subscribe, yeah. subscribe. A couple of you guys that like are our friends. I'd be looking at your phone. I'm like, yeah, let me see your phone. Let me see your YouTube. Oh, you're not subscribed. Why? We've been existing for two years. We're on year two already. 
But whatever. Yeah. Hey, it, it, sometimes people are lazy. Some don't be a fan lazy. later. Don't be a fan later. <laughs> don't be a fan later. So that's it. Episode 17. Wrapping it up. Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. Listen to us. Watch us. Subscribe. Follow us. All that good stuff. Shout out BR as per usual. Unofficially. We got to work on the deal soon. You know, things are adding up. Things that we're doing are becoming. I got, I got ring lights, expensive. bro. Like, you know what I mean? Come on, dog. Things are becoming <laughs> too expensive. We got to we gotta start allocating our, our expenses somewhere else. So, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, that's it. Peace. <laughs>